This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager here at WZIP. It is the time of year, and we've done this before, admittedly, the time of year where a lot of people are coming off of, um, well, frankly, overeating and eating all the wrong things and not being super active in a healthy way. And so a lot of people have made those infamous New Year resolutions. They're going to get fit. They're going to drop weight. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And more power to them. Um, I brought a couple people in who can actually help you with that whole journey. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the services that are available here at the University of Akron, not just for the students. We just we call it the Student Rec Center, and it is, but it's really open to um, the community um, in many, many ways. Nick Weber is the director of the Student Recreation and Wellness Services, and Frank Abbey is the fitness manager. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So welcome to Zips Unlimited. Nick, the, the rec center, as we commonly call it, it, it is a really popular place on campus. We have a lot of students who don't wait for the New Year resolution, but they're out, they're out there getting fit all the time, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's an uh, extremely popular destination on campus. Uh, we are uh, open a lot of hours throughout the week, uh, weekdays 6 a.m. To, to 10 p.m. Uh, so we see a ton of traffic uh, coming through the facility, folks with specific fitness goals, folks looking to uh, you know, interact with other people on campus, folks looking to uh, find a fun time. Mm-hmm. And, and really, you know, this is the time to brag, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Our, our, the whole facility um, is very highly ranked by a lot of organizations. Really. It is, yeah. So we've, uh, throughout the years, um, you know, been on uh, top 10 lists across the country in terms of uh, services and uh, facility um, operational pieces that you know, folks have access to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in total, we have, you know, about 230,000 square feet of space between the Student Rec Center and the Ocasek Natatorium, uh, well over 200 pieces of equipment and, you know, various programming and, um, you know, uh, opportunities for people to participate. Mm-hmm. I, if you've been to you know, some of the different, I guess I'll just say competitors <laughs> <laughs> or other facilities that offer some of the same things. I mean, I really think that um, ours offers an incredible amount of space and pieces of equipment and so forth, like you said. I mean, it really is different. Sometimes, even in our rec center, sometimes it can be kind of crowded. And yeah, some of these so- other places can be almost too frustrating i think definitely so that that was one of the design um features when we opened uh, back in 2004 that we have an open concept facility which is different than a lot of other um particularly local uh options that people have so um again access to a lot of different pieces of, of equipment um certainly we have popular times throughout the day so the uh afternoons into the evenings are our most popular time uh, and you might have to wait for some equipment to come open for you but uh, for the most part you can you know come and go and, and use everything you want um, on your own schedule and that's I think that time of day is primarily a student population so i, I think yeah. you know my impression mm-hmm. has been that it's not a contentious atmosphere at all i mean yeah you might have to wait for a bench for a few minutes but you're waiting for either your buddies or people who you might recognize, if nothing else, their peers, even if you don't really know them personally. And I, I think it just kind of 
people sort of gel, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's that's one of the things that we love about our facility is just the whole community that uh, comes in, uh, community of people in terms of you know being able to come in with your friends or find a group of people that have similar goals that that. Uh, you have and um, working through, you know, your day. Mm -hmm. All right. Frank, fitness manager, what does that mean? What is your role? So right now I oversee group exercise, personal training, a amazing group on campus, pink gloves, boxing. I oversee our fitness managers and all the wellness services that they provide, as well as uh, programs established for all the students and faculty throughout the semester. That Pink Loves Boxing you mentioned, mm -hmm. um, I don't remember when that started. I think it's been a few years ago, maybe. Been, it obviously has legs because it's it seems to always be around. I mean, it's popular. An amazing group of empowered individuals. It's m geared towards women, but anyone can join, learn some boxing skills, really build a community. They stay with the same class the whole semester, the same instructors, and build that bond that that's what keeps them coming back. Besides the great workouts they get it's mm -hmm. just that bond with the people around them they've always got those individuals they can reach out to truly amazing yeah, i have a colleague who's thinking about doing that um this like this term and and her goal is not as much learning to box it's really just a different way for her to exercise and burn some calories she's getting kind of bored with some of the stuff she's doing mm -hmm. and thought that might be a little bit more interactive and, and fun really what about people who you know who listen to that and, and you said it is a lot of women. Mm -hmm. What if there are women who are saying, all right, but I don't, I don't want to be a boxer, or I don't want to get hurt, or I don't know how to punch somebody? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll bet you get those, those kinds of questions before they sign up. We get a variety of different questions. Mm -hmm. Our instructors are very passionate, and they are all about building the confidence in the individual. They teach you all the safe and proven skills that they've learned and they go through a process to prove that they can teach those skills in a safe manner. So safety is at the forefront of our mind, as well as empowerment. I've seen individuals who are uh, a bit uh, quiet, stay themselves, mm -hmm. you know, a little not very confident, and they'll go through the program. I got to see a tear-up day, which is when they go to the next level in the program, and I've never seen so much energy come out of everyone. So someone's confidence can just be built so much through that semester as they're mm -hmm. supported and reminded of the strength that they have. And it doesn't matter where you start. What matters is you're going after it every day in the way that most benefits you. Okay. You know, I, I mentioned a few minutes ago that this time of year, um, a lot of gyms are very crowded right now because people are still trying to live through the New Year resolutions that they made. You know, I'm going to put a twist on this uh, for either one of you. What are things, when people make those resolutions, whether it's at New Year or some other time, it doesn't really matter, you know, it's typically I want to lose weight or I just want to be healthier or I want to bulk up. Those are probably among the top three things mm -hmm. that people want to do. What are they doing wrong? When they approach that, what do people do that they, they really shouldn't be doing? Sure. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give my take on that and uh, see if Frank has anything different to add. But, um, you know, I think we find sometimes that uh, folks – uh, come in with expectations of uh, being able to get to XYZ very quickly. Um, and the reality is, is that it's a marathon. It's, it's a long process to do that. And um, when you come in and try and do too much too soon, um, you know, that's when you uh, get hurt. That's when, you know, you see that, um, you know, you don't want to come back because it's uh, uncomfortable for you. Um, so we're constantly telling folks, um, you know, take a 
slow, um, you know, get some bodies around you that have similar goals that help you to get through some of that stuff, um, make it fun, make it uh, enjoyable to to want to come back, basically. Uh, and actually, the Pink Gloves Boxing is, is a great uh, program that we sort of see with that because, you know, you have to start with the, the Tier 1 program that uh, Frank mentioned. So we see folks that are coming in that maybe don't have boxing skills or uh, fitness uh, skills per se in that realm, uh, but you're learning those skills throughout. And then you're, um, you mentioned the Tier Up program. So you tier up from the, the first class to the second tier to the third tier, so on and so forth. So uh, it's, it's learning that... Uh, it, it takes time. It's not something that's going to uh, happen. You, as you said, you're not going to bulk up overnight. Um, you have to very incrementally make those those gains o- over time, um, and it's something that you have a pa- need to have a passion for uh, to want to you know keep coming back basically. Mm-hmm. So you got me on a topic I'm passionate about here. Uh, <laughs> going to put down my soapbox real quick, stand up on it. Um, I would say the biggest issue is everyone gets caught up in the social media craze right now. You can go on social media. There's tons of different influencers, tons of different sources, and that's great. I'm happy everyone's promoting fitness. Um, The issue you run into is that not everyone has the qualifications and the certifications, so not everything they're giving is factually backed or backed by the safety measures deemed by the governing bodies. So what I really recommend for people is find those qualified sources and to just market what we have. You know, we go by those governing bodies that apply those proven uh, limits that you want to follow, guidelines, and that's really what you want to stick to and not compare yourself to others, which is so hard to do in today's Mm -hmm. current age. Like I said, social media can pull up different people. The main point that I think people get a little lost in, because we all do, is it's all about yourself and your own journey. Whatever you're doing for yourself, that's what's important. I always tell my group exercise classes or my clients, losing weight, that's awesome. Getting healthier, that's awesome. Don't focus on that. Focus on the benefits of what you're incorporating. I'm incorporating more running, so now I can hang out with my kids more. I can do more things with my friends. I can go on more trips. That's what you want to look at. The scale can become an enemy, so you really want to look at the benefits it gives you. I'm lifting this weight. Now when I carry all the groceries in one arm up to my apartment, might be talking about myself here, I don't get (laughs) worn out and I can make it all in one trip. It's the little wins that really keep you going, and that fitness journey won't be short-lived. It will become one throughout your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think that's really – maybe we don't word it correctly. Instead of saying I'm resolving to – do this. I think what you're really resolving or what you should be resolving to do in, in the new year or at your birthday or whatever it is you're, you're talking about these things is you're resolving to kind of change your lifestyle exactly. more than just bulk up or just lose a certain yeah. number of pounds. 100%. Yeah. I, and I know what you're talking about too because I have a lot of these people that come up on my reels. Um, and once in a while, I'll stop on one, which of course means I'm inundated with all of them. Um, <laughs> Because I, I, you know, I see a routine or I see a certain exercise and I'm like, oh, I want to remember that. I might try that. But I thought the same thing as you. Of course, I don't have the knowledge you do, but I thought, I don't know who this dude is. I mean, you know, having a different idea or an idea for maybe a different way to work a muscle other than the way I'm already doing it, that's okay. But as far as like listening to their advice, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. 
It might be legit, but it might not be. And the big hurdle you'll run into is everyone prescribes certain forms or certain exercises. The, the reality is everyone's body is different. So your body is going to require most likely a different form. Myself, I've had two surgeries. You look at my form and you probably question it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, if my surgeries, I can only go certain angles, certain mm-hmm. movements. So once people truly find what uh, form and what weight works for them, then they'll start to see those results in their daily life that they're looking for. If you hold yourself to someone else's workout plan, that's great. You might see some results, but you not, might not see it as optimal for your personal body. Mm-hmm. How often do you – one of you just said something about the enemy. The scale can be your enemy. I, How often should you weigh yourself? So that, that is a tough question. There are people who weigh themselves every day, every week. The, your weight's going to change day to day, depending on how much you eat, how much water sure. you do. Uh, how, if you weigh yourself in the morning compared to night, it's going to be different. I would say weigh yourself as often that is healthy for your mentality. Because if you're dreading that, then don't do it. Obviously, weigh yourself when you feel comfortable and relates to your goal. Maybe at the end of the month when you've been working hard. Mm -hmm. And just track everything you've done. But understand that that scale, what matters most is how you're feeling throughout the day. And that you're chasing a healthier lifestyle. Because sometimes people see that number and maybe it hasn't changed too much. They'll be discouraged and say, well, I'm, I'm defeated. Got to be careful with this game. Yeah. I'm an everyday wearer. Okay. Um, but I don't get – I mean, there are definitely times I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm up a pound and a half? Like, from what? Yeah. You know? I've been working hard. Why? You right. Know, yeah. But then I just go about my day. Yeah. Like, it doesn't – like, I'm not depressed or anything like that. Um, and I can usually pinpoint exactly why my weight is up or down or whatever. I yeah. just, you know, it's, it's one thing. But I'll tell you where I learned that um, really was through personal training services at the rec center. I've had a couple mm-hmm. different personal trainers a few years ago. You know, let's talk about that for a minute because you, you just mentioned that, you know, you, you really do, you need to know what you're doing, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to lift weights. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need to listen to people who understand exactly how that works, how the body works. You know, so you're not hurting yourself. Um, some people might hear, oh, personal trainer, that's way out of my income bracket. I, I can't do that. But I think it is probably more affordable than what some people think. And I assume you would believe it's a, it's a good value. Personal training definitely has its value because a lot of times people go out there, they will spend money on supplements, on different services or workout plans that might not be optimal for them. In supplements, it's in the word supplementation. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be an additive. Really, we should be able to achieve everything through our diet and then adding the supplements on top to help us achieve our goal if we're deficient. So with the use of a trainer, they can receive that knowledge and it can give them the best form to start with or continue on to make tweaks. And it can also give them the best advice in terms of finding workouts that they actually enjoy. I know with my clients in personal training, I always ask, what do you hate and what do you enjoy? Mm -hmm. Because at at the end of a month, you're going to end up doing what you enjoy. So you got to find that cardio you like. For me, I do not like biking. I'm not a fan of it. So, So I do runs here and there, and that's the cardio I like. So it's the cardio I keep doing. And I give that to my clients and they learn that through me 
because I have this wealth of different exercises and I show them different ones and whatever they like, they'll continue doing and it helps them achieve that. So instead of going out there, trying all these different workouts you see online or through social media, you can have it brought to you by someone who knows the form that they're looking for and can tailor that form to meet that person's needs. Who are these personal trainers? So right now, these personal trainers are our student body, and they are certified through a variety of NCAA-approved um, approved organizations, and then they are brought into us. They, we run them through a different uh, program just to make sure all of their programming and all of their recommendations are up to our standards and in line with uh, ACE or any of these other governing bodies. And then we also offer the ability to teach up students what they would need to know for personal training. I'll work with them myself and get them caught up to date so they can go take their test. Mm -hmm. So they're all certified. There are students. So they're, they're from Akron. So they understand some of the difficulties students will be facing as they go through college or community members facing in this area. Mm -hmm. So that's really the highlight, I think, of our personal trainers so that they come from our own student body, our own area, so they know what it's like. And still have the same training and, and knowledge as if I went to some other facility exactly. and a personal trainer. Exactly. You, know, you just mentioned community, and that is an aspect um, of, of what happens at the student recreation and wellness services uh, facilities. Uh, we mentioned in the beginning that, you know, yeah, the student body here at the University of Akron is probably the, you know, the primary, um, you know, visitor, but we do have you do have the availability if you're a community member to, you know, to buy membership, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we have a number of different membership categories, um, you know, community um, being the um, folks that are uh, just, you know, coming in uh, from around the uh, surrounding communities uh, that can come in and purchase a membership. We do a ton of alumni uh, memberships, so folks that have graduated from Akron coming back and, and wanted to use the facilities. Uh, that's a very large group that we have. Uh, we do um, some tie-ins with some local businesses, uh, so you can become an affiliate membership. Um, so, yeah, we have a, a ton of different options. So I always recommend to people, they call and they say, and I always say, come on in. You know, we'll, we'll get you hooked up with the best possible deal that, you mm -hmm. know, we have. Okay. And for students, and they, they don't have to pay any extra money, right? I mean, no. mm -hmm. Correct. indirectly maybe, but I mean... Yeah. If you're if you're here, you're signing for classes, you're paying your tuition, Absolutely. you already get to get in. Absolutely. And and we're always telling students, you know, <clears throat> there's sometimes a perception out there that, you know, the rec center um, can be, you know, it's only workout equipment. It's only running on a treadmill or lifting weights or anything like that. But there are a mm -hmm. ton of different activities that students can get involved with. Uh, from club sports to intramural sports to outdoor adventure programs to hanging out in the hot tub at night and just, you know, relaxing with your friends. Mm -hmm. um, the ping so pong that, tables down there. Absolutely, and... yeah. Uh, so there, there's tons of activity, um, and some of it is, um, you know, recreationally based. Some of it is socially based. You know, we're just trying to get as many folks involved as, as possible. You know, one of the highlights, too, that a lot of people talk about is the rock wall. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It's it's pretty phenomenal, you know, compared to most facilities. Yes, it is a extremely popular um, spot, uh, particularly in the evenings. Um, if anyone, you know, students out there that are around or members that are around, um, it's it's a very cool atmosphere. It's a group of people that are down there encouraging each other, um, you know, to try new holds. We uh, over winter break, we uh, just changed out the whole wall and put up all new routes. Um, so spring semester um, is is a brand new route. So 
uh, what, what you did last fall is going to be different when you come back uh, here in, in, the, in the spring. Um, <clears throat> we finished a program in the fall. We call it the Mile High Challenge, uh, 99 times to the top of the wall uh, over the course of the semester is a vertical mile. Um, you get a cool T-shirt at the end of it, you know, some bragging rights, that kind of stuff. So they're constantly doing different programming down there, um, and it's, it's just a great group of, of people that are um, encouraging each other to, to make it to new heights. What about somebody who's never done that before? I mean, it's they might be kind of intimidated and just think, first of all, that's way too high. I'm not doing that. <laughs> sure. Um, but also, I bet some people were like, I'm going to be embarrassed because I – I don't know how to do it, or I'm not going to do it well. What do you think? Frank, is that you? Were you embarrassed? Uh, yes. Uh, so I work closely with the manager of Adventure. Um, that's who oversees the rock wall. And we talked about how I definitely have a fear of heights and how I am not very comfortable on a rock wall, especially after breaking one of my fingers, and it's permanently kind of bent. Uh, he got me up there, got me in the harness. His students walked me through everything, all the safety precautions. They walked me through how to go about different holds. We started on the, the shortest wall we could, and it was a very encouraging group of students because I actually at first did not make it to the top. I was probably about three-fourths, and I just extended <laughs> as high as I could and tapped it, and the students were saying that was no good, and they kept encouraging me to go higher, you know, within my limits. If I needed to come down, they were all ready. But they encouraged me to go that extra bit. I went all the way up, tapped it, came on down. Felt great after that. But as someone who's afraid of heights, uh, does not climb, you know, they walked me through everything, taught me some great, uh, great little ways to go about climbing up the wall, and taught me how to mentally go about it as well mm -hmm. as the whole like you know you look down and you're probably starting to freak out there uh with them i felt comfortable look down know that that person has me they have my safety they're all good and they were supporting me every step of the way i've always wanted to try it i've never done it you should absolutely come out we, we also during uh the school year we do a, a cool program that the outdoor adventure folks run uh called crate stacking so if you're that uh, I've witnessed. That is amazing. It, it, it's very cool. And so if you're, um, you know, it's a sort of work at your own pace. So you're just uh, literally stacking milk crates and climbing up them on top of each other. So you start from the ground and make it as uh, as far as you can until the, the uh, crates topple over. Basically, you're completely harnessed in. Someone's holding you the whole time. Uh, so it's very safe, but, you know, just something fun and unique mm -hmm. to try and do. So uh, I also tell folks, and Frank kind of mentioned it, but the wall, um, the rock wall itself, has varying degrees of of uh, how hard it is. So, mm -hmm. you know, as you work your way across the wall, one side starts a little bit easier, and then it gets a little bit harder as you kind of work your way across it. So uh, you, you you can go from e easy and make it as hard as you want to. Yeah. I've, I've, only, I've, I've looked through the glass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a few years ago, I thought, you know, I'd like to try that, but I don't, I don't even know if I have the strength to do it. I do now, but yeah. I don't think I, at the time, I, thought, I don't even know if I would be able to. Well, no, and that, that's really like a that. similar message to everything that we've been talking about. Sometimes it's just taking that first little step to get yourself going, and yeah. then you find that, oh, there's a whole bunch of people that are scared down here that are doing the same thing that I'm doing, and we're going to help each other to do this, and the staff is there to help you, and it's all incredibly safe. And then you're like, why, why haven't I done this before? Why, why haven't I been taking advantage of this? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's a service that's uh, included with everybody's membership. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, you know, we give you the shoes to use, everything. So harness. By the way, the that. height is, if Fif you go max? 53 and a half. 53 and a half feet. Yeah. All right. That, that's yeah. pretty big. It is. Really? It is. Yeah. 
<laughs> you mentioned a few minutes ago hanging out in a hot tub. So, and we do have some, some you know, water activities as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we have technically three bodies of water. Uh, so we have the leisure pool, the spa, and then the competition pool, the Ocasek Natatorium. So uh, the uh, ONAD is... Uh, a separate building technically, but connected to the rec center. Um, every member has access uh, to all those spaces. So uh, swimming laps, you know, like I said, hanging out in the hot tub. Uh, we do group swim lessons. Uh, we do a really fun program on Tuesday nights where you can come in and try out a stand-up paddleboard or a kayak, um, you know, all included. It's all totally free. Um, so all sorts of different water activities that uh, folks have access to. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, uh, there's a, like a lazy river in there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So in the leisure pool, there's a lazy river. There's a, uh, a bubble bench area. There's a... Uh, what, what's, what's, what does that mean? What's a bubble bench? Like sitting around and a bunch of bubbles coming up, you know, relaxing, you know, that oh, kind okay. of thing. Um, there's a space, a circular space that uh, is technically called the vortex. Uh, if you look at it from above, it kind of looks like a toilet flushing. So yeah. you're, uh, you're spinning around in a circle. Uh, kids love it. We, you know, we you can get on a tube and float around in there, and it's it's all very relaxing. Uh, you can swim some laps in the leisure pool, you know. So um, options uh, is kind of the name of the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? At the you know, if if you had, of course, for you it's going to work. Sure. But <laughs> sure, if you right? do have time, I want to take advantage. What's your What's your favorite? That's thing? a great thing. So uh, a great question. Uh, I don't know that anyone's asked me that in a long time. To be completely <laughs> honest, <laughs> it probably changes though. It does. I mean, yeah. So um, uh, I in in years past, I, I will say I've been a triathlete. Um, so swimming. Um, I uh, Frank mentioned he he doesn't really like biking, but I love cycling. So you know I, I love getting on the the stationary bikes. And, and doing a great workout, um, running on the treadmill, that kind of thing. So uh, you can imagine, since we're in that space, we've probably tried it all. There's a lot of fun stuff that we're doing now. We have a, a group of faculty staff that come in and play pickleball. Um, that is that's becoming a very popular sport. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, that kind of I guess my answer to that depends on the week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Frank, yours is not rock wall or biking. <clears throat> oh so. no, <laughs> it is definitely. The weight floor itself, uh-huh. not because that's why I oversee or anything, <laughs> but I just enjoy watching people challenge themselves and getting the opportunity to challenge myself. You mentioned just a minute ago that there is um, uh, like a pickleball league or something mm-hmm. that's primarily faculty and staff, but I think there's some other things that are really geared toward university employees, aren't there? Absolutely, yeah. We're going to be starting uh, what's called the Roofit program here. In, uh, it officially starts on Monday, January 23rd. It's an eight-week wellness program designed for faculty and staff. So you're tracking uh, throughout that time uh, a couple different um, things, uh, physical activity, uh, water intake, fruit and vegetable intake, and then some self-care. Uh, so it's a program. Uh, you're on a team, three to five people uh, with your colleagues. Uh, you uh, $5 per participant. Participant uh, to sign up. Um, we track all that stuff throughout those eight weeks, and uh, at the end of the time, uh, you know, we uh, awards, you know, first place, second place, you know, oh, you most get improved. Stuff. Yeah, def- <laughs> def- def- definitely. We are really excited this year. Uh, we're uh, starting a bonus point. Uh, uh, portion of this. So you can get out on campus and do other activities across campus. So you can earn some bonus points for going to a UA music school performance or uh, participating in something through student life or going to an athletics game. Uh, so really a, a process to help faculty staff uh, get involved on campus, um, work on their wellness, 
um, and uh, have some fun along the way. And really a holistic approach, too, to add in other things that have nothing to do with, like, lifting weights and running. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. just so that, the social aspect for of sure. it. For sure, yeah. And we, we talk a lot in that program about the wellness wheel, so all the different components that go into, uh, you know, your own personal wellness wheel. So some people really think they want to work on their physical wellness, and that's great. You know, come on into the rec center and enjoy some of that. Some need to work on their spiritual wellness or anything like that. So different opportunities for – for folks to get involved. So if you want more information, again, all on our website. Uh, we're also doing a kickoff event on Friday, uh, January 20th in the Student Union at 9 a.m. It's a whole wellness fair, so come on by, uh, check out some tables, we'll answer uh, questions for you. Uh, President Miller is going to be giving a, a quick talk at 10 a.m. as part of that. Um, so we'll be happy to answer any questions there as well. Yeah, th- there's a link, too, isn't there, between physical and, and, and mental you know, don't those feed off each other in, in hopefully positive ways? Absolutely. So we do, uh, there's all sorts of information out there. Um, we do a ton of surveying throughout the year. So uh, the, the science tells us basically that uh, folks that get involved, that come utilize the rec center, that do some sort of physical activity, um, that their, their grades are better, their retention is in school is higher, um, all sorts of benefits. Your mental health is better. You sleep better, you know, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, there's, there's tons of inf- inf- information. We're constantly uh, referring back to that and how we um, set up our programs and, and all that kind of good stuff. Have you stuff. seen that yourselves just with your own personal fitness journeys where, where you think it really does add uh, in a good way to mental health? It does. Um, I personally have been deployed overseas to Iraq. And when I was over there, we lifted a lot. And in that stressful environment, the lifting really helps you power through those very stressful moments. It brings you that mental clarity. You know, you're proud of yourself. You are constantly moving. And you're just looking back at everything you've done each day. And you're proud of what you've done. So taking that and then applying it back here in the States I've seen that work tremendously. I can go through a stressful day, I exercise, and I go, wow, that day was stressful, but I still went after it. I still got my body to move in a way that benefited me. People who want more information, it's is pretty much everything they need to know on the website? or On the website, really yeah, uecken.edu forward slash rec, R-E-C, rec. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A